Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rose Garden Podcast. It's your favorite host, King, a.k.a. Big Noni. Let's jump right into it. Today, uh, I get home and uh, I get a call from my little, my little brother. One of my little brothers anyway. And um, he's talking to me about uh, a female he's interested in, right? And so he goes, bro, I was talking to this girl. But I don't know, she's the love of my life. That's okay. And he's, you know, he's just talking, you know, a regular conversation. He's like, I got the phone with her, and I really like her, and da 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 whatever, right? So, but he goes, he stops and he goes, but she's not that cute. And so I stop, I'm like, okay, hold on. I'm like, looks are everything, okay? Sometimes they're a plus, but they're not everything, right? Told him you, you gotta get out of that that teenage mindset where I want the baddest bitch and you know I want the girl that that looks good and the prettiest girl you know what I mean the sexiest girl you know all that whatever right I mean you gotta get out of that mindset. I told him if she treats you right, if she's there for you, if she has your back, if she answers your texts back fast, answers your phone calls, checks up on you. Make sure you ate today, actually how your day was, actually how work was, actually if you need anything, you know, if she's consistent, she's honest, she's loyal, she's truthful, and she's genuine, and wants your attention, she's a keeper, regardless of how she looks. Regardless of how she looks, right? He goes, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know, I, I hear you, bro, I hear you. I'm like, no, I'm not, like, I'm serious. Looks on everything. You could be the baddest bitch in the world. You can look like fucking Beyonce or, you know, Rihanna or whatever. I have a fucked up attitude, a shady attitude. Be mad all the time, you know, can't control your alcohol or all you do is go out and party and not answer texts and try to try to play everybody and, oh, I got, I got, I got hella niggas on the side and... Oh, I just got back from my, my sneaky link's house and shit like that. Like, bro, that, that's just not cute. That's not attractive. Every person deserves somebody who actually wants them and wants them around, whether whether they're not attractive or not. It's not about looks. But in this generation, it's so it's so difficult to find genuine people. It's so difficult to find people who aren't toxic, who, who don't want to be toxic. Like... This day and age, everybody thinks it's fucking cute and, and trying to be toxic. It's just not cute. It's not attractive. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> it, it's even more disgusting that the fact that it became a trend. And in the course of like I don't know, like 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 two months, if that. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with um, quarantine. I feel like uh, quarantine put a lot of people in a weird mindset. I feel like it made people not really like have an opinion about themselves, you know? So my thing is like this, why is it a trend to be negative and to be so I don't know just like toxic and evil and not wanting to like make yourself improve you know like why would you not want to be better than your old you instead of trying to be better than somebody else like it's not a competition you know what I'm saying so let's try to focus on being ourselves instead of trying to being be somebody else. Because there's only one you in this world, right? So why to take the time and effort to go out of your way and be somebody that you're not? Why, you know, I, like specifically, I'm talking about the females right now, like why go out and compare yourself to the girls on IG or Twitter or Facebook, or whatever, you know, the models and the girls that have like twenty thousand subscribers and followers, and you know, like why, like, what, what, what does that attention do for you? 
what what you get out of that what's the motive what's the goal like just get a bunch of likes just get a bunch of attention like for what I can understand if it's earning you a paycheck and you're like working for like a modeling company or like you know getting something like positive out of it but if you're doing it just for likes and attention it doesn't really make any sense if you think about it you know what I'm saying um it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that the, the amount of people who actually really just sit there and go full-fledged for that stuff, like Brazilian butt lifts and fake breasts and lip injections and cheek reductions and, you know, some people even remove their jawline and go on these crazy-ass diets and it's just like, what are you guys doing? And it's not just for the women, too. Like, I, I see men do that, too. Like, I see... Men get fake fake muscle implants. Fake muscle implants. Are you serious? Are you serious? We're getting fake six packs and fake biceps <laughs> and fake titties pretty much like <laughs> bruh. <laughs> We're copying the women now? Like <laughs> bruh, like what? What the fuck it look like with some fucking big ass double D pecs? What, bro? Nah, bro. At that point, you got titties, my nigga. You're no longer Jake. <laughs> you are now Jacqueline. <laughs> what a double D breast size. Go over Tori's secret, my nigga. They're hiring. <laughs> but no, seriously, bro. That shit is weird to me. You, you mean to tell me that you? Let, let's let's say you like you work a, a nine to five, right? You work a nine to five. And you pull, like, anywhere between 45, 50 hours a week. And you get a paycheck bi-weekly, which is every two weeks, if you know, if you didn't know. And let's say your check is, like, I don't know, 1700 to anywhere between 2000 As far as I'm concerned, any, kind, any type of, like, biosurgery costs at least a 5K minimum. From what I know, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's at least five k. So, besides your rent, you're spending at least a couple grand on your rent, at least in between twelve to fifteen hundred on a rent, right? Out of those two weeks, so you have to save up for at least six months, six to eight months, just to get a full five k, and that's like not including like groceries and utilities and stuff like that and you know whatever whatever so you spent six 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 or eight months saving up for this surgery let's say you get it and you complete it you go through the process everything comes out fine and you look in the mirror and you don't like it then what you go back and get it removed are you going to try it again most likely not but in this day and age most likely you will. But help me understand something. What is it about having fake body parts and all these modifications and different things that makes people feel so like wanted and have that attention and just to get pretty much just get clout you know like me personally i'm the type to go to the like if i'm not satisfied with myself i go to the gym and in that alone that's only half the battle it's really it's it's really all about what you eat exercising is important it's definitely half the battle but eating is more like it's more like a, a 80 percent you know what i mean working out is more like 20 percent Maybe maybe thirty forty if that. You can work out every day. You can work out five days a week and eat fucking McDonald's, Chick Fil A, Taco Bell, whatever. All kinds of fast food and junk food and drink alcohol and you know you're pretty much working out for nothing. All that stuff's not gonna go anywhere. You're giving yourself uh, positive energy physically. But the toxic stuff you're putting back into your body is going to weigh you down. You know what I mean? So, 
but I, I guess like a lot of that has to do with people not wanting to work for it. A lot of it is laziness and people are like really like not motivated and um, everybody wants every day, everybody, everybody wants life to be really easy and just hand it to them. That's what, that's what I notice a lot. Um, like when I'm on Instagram, I see like, I see, <laughs> I seen uh, this post of this girl saying, I have no ass, fuck it, I'm just going to go get a, a Brazilian butt lift, I'm just going to get a BBL. In my head, I'm just like, why though? Like, you rather pay money than work out? You rather pay money than work out, pay money than work out. Like, you're going to spend less money working out than going to go and get a surgery. Let's be real. A gym membership is like in between like 20 to like 40 bucks max. And it's on you, but do you want to go or not? You can go on your own time. So get get your money to it. Thirty bucks a month versus five to ten grand. Like, come on, now that's that's, that's a win win. Plus, plus you can say you you could you could look in the mirror in six weeks, thirty days, whatever, two months, six months from now, and say like, damn, like I did that. I'm proud of myself. I worked hard for that. But I guess not everybody has that. You know, it takes a lot of dedication and hustle and grind and hard work and and a lot of uh, uh, conquering and uh, execution to get on that kind of level. So let me let me help y'all. For those who are lazy, for those who are really un- unmotivated, for those who are just not ready to get up and get out of there, here are some ways that I myself I got motivated to change not just my body, but like my life overall in general. I'm talking about full 360, full 100% 360. Um, it starts with getting inspired. Listen to somebody who has been in your shoes and take knowledge from them. That's really important because that opens up another door to success. You listen, you listen to somebody who has gone through the struggle and who has been insecure and has been uncomfortable and has been unmotivated and unsure and unready and having somebody in their ear telling them they can't do it or they're never going to be this, never going to be that and never amount to anything. Take it from somebody from them, all right? I'm definitely one of those people. So if, if you're listening right now, listen closely. Un divided attention 100% right now like I said in the first two episodes I had a rough childhood but it wasn't terrible I've been poor I've been rich I've you know pretty much I have I've had a, a poor life I had a middle-class life and I had a wealthy life I, I got to experience all three and I'm, when I say rich I don't mean like filthy rich where I just buy my whole family a car type stuff like no like I was able to like take trips go on shopping sprees and you know just a little small stuff like that without having to worry about oh I need to save money for rent like you know I've been there and then I've been middle class I've had enough money to spend I have enough money to save or and then I've also been poor I've just times where I've had no money I didn't have a dollar to my name you know different from house to house and living with different people and um Sleeping on couches, every much on futons. Not having a extra bed to sleep on. I did that for about five years, and I call it the five years of hell. And I call it that because even though I went to college and trade school, culinary school, graduate high school, all all that stuff, right? I got a good education. I made something of myself, right? Even though I did all that, going into the real world at such a young age. It breaks you down, and you start from scratch. You're not living with your parents no more. You're not, um, you know, you're not relying on them. You're not getting no like allowance. You're not working no little shitty job. You know, and you at, at that point you have to get out, get up, and make that money, make big money. And I'm not talking about just enough to get by, but enough to. Not only get by, but 
enough to have in your pocket for a rainy day. You know what I'm saying? Start opening up a savings, start a 401k, or buy a save and throw some money like every paycheck, throw like $20, $100, $50, a dollar, five bucks. All It adds up over time. And if you don't pay attention to it, it'll, it the, the, the day you open, you're ready to like spend that money, you come out with a couple grand, I promise you. A couple hundred, a couple grand, easy. Just stack that money. Put it to the side. Um, coming up, coming up from the bottom, right? Most of us have been poor. Some of us haven't. So for those listeners who have been poor, grew up in a ghetto, grew up in a hood, whatever, moved around from place to place, had parents get divorced and parents who are abusive and on drugs and you know, alcoholics, whatever the case may be, whatever your struggle was. Look at where you are now. Whether it's better or worse, you're not in a situation anymore, right? Or you shouldn't be. If you are over, I feel like if you're over the age of at least 20, 21, it's about that time to get up and get out and make something of your life. Because there really is no excuse of, you know, why you can make something of yourself. I had parents who got divorced when I was uh, going into high school. I was 15, 16, going and going, going into high school. Um, my parents were getting divorced. And it was definitely a struggle um, because, like I said in the first episode, I didn't know why my parents got divorced until last winter at the time I was 27 I just had a birthday my birthday is April 21st so I'm 28 now so I, I didn't find out my parents were divorced till I was 27 so from the age 15 16 all the way to age 27 I had no idea why they, they split up and throughout those years I literally wondered why but like I never asked and part of that is my fault because me and my mother Charmaine really didn't have um a huge relationship. We used to butt heads a lot. Now, me and my other mom, like, we get along just fine. But I didn't grow up with her. I grew up with Charmaine. So she's the one who raised me. And even though our personalities were really, really different, um, as I got older and moved away, I left when I was 19. When I moved away and left uh, for culinary school and, you know, college or whatever, um, that was my, that was my breaking point. That's where I left the nest, <laughs> and I just wanted to be something. I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna play basketball. I didn't wanna play football. I didn't really wanna do sports like that, like, like ball sports. Even though like I was doing boxing, I didn't wanna be like everybody else. And you know, I, I wanna be a football player. I wanna be a boxer. I wanna be a doctor, a lawyer, a, a police officer, whatever. No, like nobody in my family boxed. Nobody in my family was a chef. So I was the first two. I was the first male on both sides of my family, as far as I know, to go to college and actually graduate, to go to trade school and actually graduate. I, I was a, I, I'm pretty sure I was the first one to pursue their career. But what that did for me and my cousins and my little brothers and my sisters, that, that opened up a door, that opened up a a huge door of them trying to be successful because now I'm used as an example of what motivation looks like. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 the work goes to show, you know? 19 years old. Think about what you, what you're doing at 19 years old. Probably going out, partying. You know, drinking, smoking, some of y'all did drugs, don't lie, y'all was on Molly, <laughs> y'all was on e-pills, all that shit, you know what I mean? Don't don't cap, y'all was feeling yourselves. And just pretty much having a good time, whatever, nothing wrong with that, have a good time while you're young. But once you hit that, that like early 20s, like 23, 24, maybe even 25, like around there, early to mid 20s, you got to start buckling down. Truthfully, no one wants to be with a 25-year-old who still lives with their parents or doesn't, have, or doesn't have their license 
or can't maintain a steady job mm-hmm. or can't control your alcohol or won't stop being on drugs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not one to judge, you know? And it, it, it may seem the way sometimes. And I, I, I apologize if I offend, if I offend anybody. But I, I've never um, experienced those things. I've never been on drugs, never drank, never smoked. Anybody knows me knows that that's just 100% true. People try to give me drink and smoke all the time. Just I don't budge. I gotta stay on mine. I just I, I don't see the point in it. Um, I'm different. I'm different. I I noticed that at a late age, but you know, I'm different in that aspect. So I I really can't relate to how it is. But um, I have seen other people go through it, and um, a lot of that stuff has affected me at, at a young age. And um, I guess what I went through at such an early age wanted me to be different because I was seeing all those things. I was, you know, I seen people sniff lines of coke and get drunk to the point where they can't remember what they did last night or where they were or even who who their name even was. Like crazy shit, right? I, I see people get so high that <laughs> they get lost in the middle of the road and they're at their own house. Like, you know, like I saw, like, in my head, I'm just like, why would I not want any self-control over my body or my or my mind? Why would I want to wake up one day with a, a splitting headache to the point where the sunlight bothers me and I don't want to get out of bed and then do it over again? That stuff doesn't make any sense to me. But, A, to each their own, right? To each their own. Respectfully, to each their own. It's just not me. I'm not gonna sit here and say that like I'm 100% for it and 100% against it I'm like right in the middle but those things can not only affect you it can affect other people in your life like I like I said March 15th 2021 my younger sister's life was taken by a drunk driver Uh, we shared the same birthday April 21st she would have been 17 this year she was only 16, got hit by a drunk driver. Uh, long story short, the way it made me feel about drinking, the way it made me feel about drinking was um, more negative than I was about it before. I'm not going to lie. It put a really negative image in my head. And um, if you follow me on Instagram, you would see me every now and then post about it and be like, please don't drink and drive. And I don't say that to be bossy or try to run your life. I say it because I care about people. I don't want anything to happen to you guys. I would hate for something to happen to you or another person or children, babies, pets, you know, like, Anybody who is innocent crossing paths, their lives can taken just like that. Within a blink of an eye, your life can be gone or someone else's life can be gone. You could wake up someday, it could, it, could, it could be your mother, your brother, your sister, your daughter, your son, your uncle, your grandmother, your grandfather, your cousin, your best friend, a co-worker. It can happen at any moment. So the next time you get behind the wheel and you're out at the club or out at a house party or at a kickback or even at home just chilling and, you know, having some wine, having some beer, hard liquor, light liquor, dark liquor, whatever, whatever the case may be, whatever you drink, whatever, whatever your poison is, <laughs> stay home or stay there until you're sober or have somebody take you home or call an Uber or have a DD. By any means. Or hell, shit, call me. I'll come pick you up. <laughs> I've done it before. I don't mind. As, as, as long as you get home safe, that should be your number one priority. Get back home to your family. Get back home to your loved ones. And I, I would hate to see any of you up on the news. Dead. Not here no more. You know? With, no, with, with a whole bunch of life to live. That would suck. So think about that next time you get in a car drunk, drinking and driving. It's 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 not cute, bro. It's not funny either.
And to those who think that shit's funny, it can happen to you too. So think about that next time you make a joke. About, oh, you know, I was I was fucked up last night. I got in the car and doing 100. I got put over by a cop, but he let me go. Bro, that's it. Come on, bro. Like, jail time, death, two of the most worst things in the world right there. If you do get locked up, you're going to want to kill yourself. I promise you that. Especially for especially for something stupid like a DUI. Come on now. That can be prevented so easy if you just stay at one spot. But, um, like I was saying, um, motivation. Motivation. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, and... Like I said, the way I did it was uh, the stuff that I, I, I went through, the five years of hell. Even 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 before I went, I went through that stuff. Um, a lot of it was um, school, uh, elementary, middle school. Uh, I got bullied a lot. I got teased. Um, I'm dark skinned, and back then I was really really dark. My skin complexion has got a lot lighter now, but I was extremely dark back then and I got teased for it and I got made fun of for it and I don't think a lot of people realize that those little like laughing moments could stick with a person throughout their whole life and it did for me and it made me extremely insecure now the way I dealt with it and the way I've dealt with it um took a lot of strength, it took a lot of self-love, um, self-encouragement in order for me to believe that I wasn't ugly and that I did mean something to somebody and people did love me, people did care about me. It took a lot of that, it took years. I wanna say up until last year, um, I learned how to, how, how to truly love myself for who I am and you know, even though people were telling me, you're a beautiful person, you should be a model, you know, you, you should smile more. Like, I heard that my whole life. You're so handsome, and you you have really, really nice facial features, and, you know, this, that, and the other. And I, I would never pay attention to it, ever, because I didn't believe none of that. My eyes could not see what everybody else saw. And as a man, it's... 10 times harder because we live in such a opinionated society where the man has to be this, the man has to be that, the man has to be tough and not cry and not be a bitch and don't be a sissy, don't be a pussy, be tough, be strong, be manly, you know, be hard, whatever, whatever. That's not always the case, though. We're still human regardless of what we're portrayed as. Regardless of how people see us, we're still human. We still have feelings. I don't care how hard you are. I don't care how much jail time you've done, how many people you killed, how many people you got in a fight with. It don't matter. You're still a human. You still got feelings regardless. Some people may not show as much as others, but you still have a heart. Now, there are people in this world who do not really care about their looks and how they feel and say they have no emotions. I, I was definitely one of, I was definitely one of those people. I was real dark at one point in my life. I didn't care about anybody felt about me. I didn't care about how anybody seen me or what people thought about me. And I didn't care about what I said to people or I didn't care how I reacted and how angry I got and just so, so negative extremely negative and dark and evil just my heart was black at some point but it wasn't it wasn't really like I, I want to say it wasn't really a choice because um, at the time the way I was feeling I feel like I didn't have a choice but you know when people say fucked up things to you like, you're too dark, or you're too skinny, or your eyes are too dark, 
or your accent is weird, or you talk funny, or your hair looks different, your hair's different, or why do you look like that? When, you, when people say stuff like that, like that shit sticks with you in your mind. So it's kind of hard not to like accept those things for what they are, you know? Like, uh, it's hard, especially as, as as like I said, as a man, it's different from from women because we take insults differently than women do. Women are more um, reactive, um, emotionally reactive. Men are more like physically reactive. Like, you know what I mean? Like women are more like emotional coming stuff like that. And which is, which is, it's kind of like, I don't know how, how do I say that? Like, it's kind of like um, chain of reaction. You tell a woman she's ugly, her immediate, like, okay, okay, let's go this route. Let me explain more thoroughly. Let's say you get a model from IG, right? Let's say somebody like, somebody like, like Rihanna, for example. Everything she's attractive. She's an attractive person. Don't get me wrong. She's bad. She's gorgeous. Let's say I did an interview with Rihanna, right? And... Let's say I let let's say she's a type who is really stuck up and conceited and really all about herself. Let's say she's someone who she knows she's fine, right? And and not humble about it. Let's say I see her and I call her ugly. And I'm like, I ask her a question and I, say, uh, and I cut her off and I'm like, you know what? You're not that pretty. Actually you're not cute at all. Boom, immediately her first reaction is just to slap me. Or throw something at me. Or try to say something directed towards me personally because she for some type of way that's like it's more like an emotional thing you know what i mean like it hurts deep because that's not something that 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 they don't want to hear if you are really that into yourself like that you should do a, a lot more self-reflecting because in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, right? It's just my opinion. If you are so full of yourself and me, 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 everything is about me and I got to buy me this and I got to get me this and I got I to gotta get the next makeup and I got to get the new iPhone and new shoes and me, I got to, me, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like everything is about you. You can't expect people to be like sticking around. You can't expect people to Treat you like everybody else because all you care about is yourself. It's kind of selfish, self-centered, you know? So if you're looking in the mirror every day, every every window you walk past, you try, you're trying to get, get a look at yourself, like, bro, like, sit back and think about really what you're doing because everything is not about you. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not about looking good. Life is not about looks and appearance. There's more to life than just looking good. You know, sure, feeling good and looking good go hand in hand. Don't get me wrong. I have those days where I put on a fit. I'm like, hey, <laughs> your boy stepped on out today, you know, so I get it. You get those moments, but don't let that moment fester your whole fucking life to the point where all you want to do is look at yourself every day. You got fucking 50 mirrors in your house and <laughs> you know, like that shit's weird. Your phone is, you got yourself on, 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 on your wallpaper, on your phone, and bro, like, what? Like, come on now. Come on, really? You know, every time you look at the phone, you go look at yourself, oh, damn, that's a bad bitch right there. Like, bro, like, come on, dog. Like, seriously, seriously. Um, but yeah, that, 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 that self-centered shit, mm-mm. it's not it. It's not it. Back to being uh, insecure. Um, it took it, it. It took years. It took years. And when I say I really had to do some self digging, oh my God, let me let me tell you. I I can't count on one hand the amount of people who have told me that I should be a model. I can't count on one hand the people who told me that I should pursue a modeling career or I should start doing YouTube or I should take more pictures. I should smile more. Like literally, everyone in my circle has told me that, and I, just, I did not fucking listen. And why? Because I'm hard-headed as fuck. 
and I want to figure things out on my own. And, you know, Mr. Independent, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to figure out the hard way, you know. That's me. I like figuring things out on my own. <sighs> but once I broke that terrible habit and that terrible mindset, I felt so much better. I actually did uh, go and had a few uh, Mali agencies hit me up. And I accepted one and took a couple headshots, whatever. And it, they came out perfect. It's actually one of them is the uh, picture I use for my podcast and my Instagram. I was a headshot and they, they came out extremely good. And I was surprised. And then I took a leap of faith and posted it. And like I said, it's not about the likes. I don't I don't get fucking likes anyway. I'm not I don't care about that shit. I don't have I don't have ten K followers. I don't even have a thousand followers on my IG. It's just not important to me. Cause I'm not focused on that kind of attention. So when when I posted it, I got so many like good comments and good feedback and even though I did get like, you know, a good amount of likes like from from what I usually get, I was like, wow, like that shit felt good, you know. But I didn't let it take take over me. I wasn't posting pictures back to back, back to back, back to back. I wasn't going out, hitting up my agencies and be like, Hey, let's let's do a photo shoot today. I want some likes. Like, nah, bro, that, that's not that's not my motive. It's never my intentions. But uh to my men out there who are struggling with insecurities and, um, you know, shyness and, you know, even some, like, some guilt and just, um, just not happy with themselves. Bro, get up, get out, and make something of yourself. It takes one, one little moment of motivation that changes your whole life, just like that. One little moment can change your whole life, your whole perspective. But like I said, listen to, to somebody who's been there. Listen to somebody who knows the route and knows the steps and has the key to all, all those doors and has the best advice, you know? Listen to somebody who's actually been through that struggle. It'll help you. And it's worth it. It's worth every... Every tear, every, every every failure, every mistake, all that is a learning process. Blood, sweat, and tears. That's a legit thing, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Those are real, 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 real fucking emotions. Like, you have to go through the struggle. You have to start from the bottom. You have to fuck up. You have to make mistakes in order to succeed. It's all part of success. You cannot succeed if you do not fail. At all. At all. You can't get a you can't get a positive without a negative. You know? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me. But no, nah, bro, seriously, like, you can do it. You don't stop. You don't quit. You don't give up. You don't make excuses. All that shit's out the window. Be that man that you want to be. Be that man that you dreamed of. Get that body that you want. Get that money that you want. Get that girl that you want. You can do it. Get that car that you want. Get that house that you want. You can do it. Ladies, same thing. You want something, go get it. You want that man that you've been eyeing for the last three, three to six months, go get him. You want that job that, that you've been applying for and haven't got it yet? Keep trying. Don't give up. Don't give up. You want to be America's next top model? Fuck it. Start going to the gym, working out, get your body right. Stop sitting there complaining about it. Don't Stop sitting on your ass. Stop down in them 40s. Picking up McDonald's every time you get when you're in a rush. Eat clean. Drink clean. Get fit. Stay motivated. Go get a workout partner. 
Get a personal trainer. Take take your best friend. This goes for, for, for both men and women. Any anybody can do it. It takes one moment. Wake up next day and be like, I'm gonna go work out today. I'm signing up for a gym. That's literally literally I signed up for the gym two days ago. Two days ago. Today's my first my first day back in the gym in like Years, I want to say at least like like six years. First time being back in the gym, like consistently. I've been I've been here and there off and on, but I'm dedicated. I I, I have a schedule. I keep that schedule between you know between my jobs. I make time. It's it's, it's all about time management. Put in that time. Put in that effort. That's it. <laughs> My bad. Hustle, grind, execute, and conquer. Those four things right there. That's it. That's it. Hustle is the only controllable pillar of success. Grind is the performance of repetition tasks over and, and over and over in order to attain a goal. Execution, stop talking about it, put in the work, and conquer. Forcefully overcome and take control of all weaknesses and excuses. Bam. Run that back one time. Listen to it again. I'm going to say it again. Hustle. The only controllable pillar of success. Grind to perform the repetitive, repetitive task over and over in order to attain a goal. Execution. Stop talking about it and put in the work. And finally conquer. Forcefully overcome and take control of all weaknesses and excuses. As soon as you feel a moment of doubt, remember why you started in the first place. As soon as you feel a moment that you want to quit and give up, remember why you started in the first place. Remember why you remember why you took that step to make that goal. Right? That small step leads to big leaps. You hear me? That small step can change your life. That one positive thought will change your life. It takes time. It takes a lot of patience. A whole lot of fucking patience. It's not going to happen overnight. But be, be consistent. That's all it takes. Consistency and dedication. Bam, bam. They go hand in hand. Like peanut butter and jelly. Like salt and pepper. Okay? Okay? You got this shit. If I can do it, you can do it. Boom. Get up and do it. Change your life. Be positive. Because you never know. You can be a... Somebody, somebody is watching you regardless if you think they are or not. Somebody is watching and listening. Somebody looks up to you. Somebody wants to be just like you. So do... Do what you're supposed to do. Do the, do the right things. You know what I'm saying? Lead that positive pathway to success. Because somebody is watching you. Somebody is waiting. Somebody wants to know your next move. You never know who it is. They might not tell you. Or you might know who it is. You might have a little brother, a little sister, cousin, daughter, son niece, nephew, whatever the case, somebody is looking up to you and they want to do what you do. Everything. They hear you. They see you. They want to be just like you. Perfect example, my cousins, man. All the boys in my family, all the little boys, including my including my brothers, bro. When we was younger, everybody, everybody wanted to be like me. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just... I've always been the leader of the pack. I've always been the one they wanted to hang around and come over to my house and wear what I wear and say what I say, listen what I listen to, you can do what I do. And you know, back then I was stupid. I was I was gangbanging, I was, I was cussing, I was getting the fights, I was I was doing dumb shit, but there was always a part of me that had some light. I would always tell them, you know, don't be like me, be your own be your be your own man. And when when you get older, be your own man. 
don't do what I do. And even though they wouldn't really listen when they was younger, they got it when they was older. Because now each one of those young men are their own men. And I'm proud of them. So very proud of them. Malik, Shareem, Davion, Mo, Zai, Keys, Jarvis Trey, like my brothers, man. I'm proud of y'all, bro. All of you. Seriously, Dre, I'm proud of you too, bro. I'm going to give my, my, my quick shout-outs real quick. Like I said, Malik, Dre, Shareem, Davion, Mo, Trey, Jarvis, Jessica, Alma, Andrina, Tina, uh, Charmaine, Yanera, Jennifer, Michelle, Dora, Rosa, those are, those are my moms right there. And uh, not <laughs> last but not least, my dad and my grandma, Monte Kiva, my day ones, and Zai, my day ones. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all for sticking with me since day one. And to, to the new people in my life, I thank you for being so patient with me and motivating me and getting me out of those those negative thoughts and helping me get through my struggles and for those who gave me a place to stay and for those who fed me and, you know, put money in my pocket and, you know, just gave me what I needed at the time. I, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. And for those who um, have been in, me, been in my life in the past and it's still rocking me to this day, I love you and I appreciate you to the fullest. Me doing this podcast is something that I never thought I would ever do, ever in my life. Ever. To even have the courage to sit here and, and speak on, on a mic. Something that I thought I would never be doing, ever in my life. So, I thank all y'all. And, and, and any of those who I forgot, I, I thank you too. Don't you Trust me, none of you go unnoticed. I see and I hear everything. I, I, I watch everything. I Trust me, I don't go unnoticed. With that being said, I'm throwing a celebration. Your boy going to party, okay? <laughs> I know what I said about that party shit, but I, it's, this call for celebration, like real talk. Like, I'm proud of myself. For once in my life, I'm actually 100% proud of myself. And it's not easy for, for me to say. And what I'm feeling right now I want everybody else to feel, you know, like if I can be a light towards somebody, if I can be motivation towards somebody, if I can be helping hand towards somebody, if I can open a door for somebody, if I can just show somebody the way to a better life and a successful life and a happy life, I will do it by any means. It don't matter where you're from. It don't matter who you know. It don't matter what you did. The, the past is the past. Let that shit go. Move on. I'm here to help. Just like I just, just like I wanted, wanted somebody to help me back then, I'm going to help somebody else who's in need themselves, you know. I'm here to help. Continue to listen, listen to the podcast. We got some good shit coming. Some good shit coming and some, some good features. I'm trying to get some local rappers in here, maybe even some big-time rappers and, you know, local celebrities and, known, you know, international celebrities. You know, I'm, just, I'm trying to be in top five podcasts this year. That's the goal. I'm trying to be top five. So if you guys can, please, 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 it would help me out so much to get even a like, a share, copy and paste the link, give it, give it a good rating because Spotify goes off for ratings and views. So if you guys do that, this can go up. It's, it's really about the audience. You guys tell me what you want. Tell me what you want to hear. Give me some topics. Give me a list of like names and features, bro. I'm I'm doing it, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, okay, got off topic again. Uh, yeah, like I said, um, well, uh, you know, just motivating yourself. Anybody can do it. It's it's not hard. It's only hard if you make it hard. You know, it's it's only it's only hard if you it's it's only hard if you make it hard. You put in the work. You get results. You put in little work, you get little results. You put in big work, you're going to get big results, regardless. And it doesn't matter. Even it's not just about working out either. It's just whatever you want to do in life, whether it's your job or you know school, 
uh, a hobby, something you want to pursue, a dream, like, you know, music, art, cars, motorcycles, makeup, modeling, photography, CNA, real estate, you know, whatever you want to do, just take that first step. I promise you, I'm literally living proof. I was gangbanging. I was getting in the fights. I was a class clown. I, man, <laughs> I was doing so much dumb shit in my teenage years. Like, I, I don't know how I'm alive right now. I, I, I didn't, I shit you not, I didn't think I was going to live to see 18. Of dumb stuff I was doing. It's not. It's not even. It, it's not funny. It's really not. I look back at it now, and like in this moment, I'm thinking about him. I'm like, bro, like, what were you thinking? I was out hurting people because I thought it was cool. You know, putting people on and. Trying to get people to like, you know, not necessarily to like join me, but just to see, just to put myself out there so they can see what I'm doing. You know, I, I've ne I've ne I would never encourage anybody to do something they don't want to do. I would never forcefully put somebody against their will. Everybody has their own choice. Everybody is their own person. You know, I would never force somebody to do something they want to do because I know damn well I want somebody to do that shit to me. The amount of stuff I was doing was insane. And for me to be sitting here today, talking in a microphone, having my own, you know, my own studio, it is truly a blessing. Truly, truly a blessing. And first and foremost, I get up to God, if anything, because he's got me through literally everything. And, you know, my family, my close friends, you know, I wasn't alone. Even though at the time I felt like I was alone, I wasn't. At the time, I didn't see that. And I took that shit for granted. And, you know, once I realized that it wasn't just about me and it wasn't about everything that I wanted, it wasn't about just living life the way I wanted to, I was better off. Because I started doing stuff for other people. I, you know, I started being light towards other people. I started being helped towards other people. I was positive. I ended up being positive, a positive influence, a big influence. I've had people who I haven't talked to in literally over a decade, so try to contact me to this day and like, you know, you helped me out a lot, and I just want to say thank you. And you know, I used to count when I was seventeen. I used to counsel these kids um, in this little uh, this little program. I was a, a peer mentor. This was before I went to uh, culinary school. A couple years I went to culinary school, and um, I was a peer mentor. And I, I wasn't getting—I wasn't getting paid for this. It was—it was 100% volunteer. I would counsel these kids who came from broken homes and, you know, terrible families. I'm talking terrible families. Parents on drugs, strung out, alcoholics, abusive, physically, mentally, and like just emotionally abusive. I'll have these kids come in and, you know, uh, we just, like, go on, like, just, like, uh, these, these trips, like, rec, like, rec centers and, you know, museums and parks and stuff like that. And I would have some kids, like, just, like, stop, stop at the door and stop playing, like, you know, can I talk to you and um, catch your question? Like, these, these kids, are, mind you, the kids are in between 13, 13 to 16, some, you know, somewhere around my age, like 17, you know. And these kids would ask me, you know, what do I do when my dad beats me? Or, or what do I do when my mom burns me with cigarettes? Or what do I do? What You know, just what do they do? Like, it's, just, it's such a fucked up feeling to have such a a young a young soul ask you questions about how, how to survive in their own home. And I'm sure some of you guys can relate to that. Some of you guys have been through that. You know, as well as myself, I don't really talk about my personal life like that on that kind of level. You know, I can't really say that like I wasn't abused. I wasn't abused by my parents. Don't get me wrong. Like my parents never put their hands on me ever. 
or any 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 of my family. But I have been abused by ex-girlfriends. I have been abused by past friends, you know, physically and mentally, you know. And just like, but like hearing it, hearing it from somebody else is just like it takes a whole different, a whole different toll on you. It's a whole different world. It's a whole different world. It's a whole different mix of emotions and feelings. And uh, I had this uh, this uh, little boy. He was, he was he was thirteen and a half. His birthday was really like a week, a week after the pro the program started. And he said, uh, "My birthday's coming up." And I don't want to be at my parents' house. I'd rather spend it with you and everybody here. I'm like, bro, I'm like, I look in those eyes, I'm like, damn, like, what's, what the hell's going on in your house? Like, I, I didn't ask him because we weren't allowed to, you know, full-fledged be like, what's going on in your house, you know what I mean? Even though, like, I, I could take it further, but, like, it's, I can't, I... You know what I mean? I, I can do so much as a peer mentor, you know? But, um, man, that shit killed me. It killed me. And it made me want to go even further in helping other people with their problems. And um, especially young kids because they're defenseless. They're helpless. They can't do anything for themselves, but sit there and take take all that damage in. I was one of those kids, you know? So the stuff you see as a child, the stuff you go through as a child, the stuff you witness and stuff you go, you know what I mean? It's all, all stuff that you just literally just go through a whole cycle of emotions and, you know, disbeliefs and denials and grief and pain. That pain is... is that pain is something different, and, that's, and sometimes that shit don't ever leave you. It don't leave your heart. It don't, it don't leave your mind. That shit sticks with you for the rest of your life. A lot of people are traumatized with stuff like that. And um, the positive end to that story is we ended up um, actually having to call CPS because he did show up after his birthday with a bunch of bruises uh, all over his arms. And his back and his neck, and it, it was summertime, you know. So kids don't even, kids barely wear clothes in summertime. But I noticed like he, he wore hoodies and pants during summertime. And don't get me wrong, I I do too, cause I'm always fucking cold. Uh, I'm an odd nigga, like I, <laughs> shit's, I'm always I'm always cold, like anything below sixty, I'm fucking cold. But like mind you, this, this is a kid we're talking about, thirteen, probably only weighs like 50, 50 pounds, short little kid. Wearing hoodies and pants in like eighty degree weather, so I, you know, I, I obviously I put them aside. I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, how come you're not wearing shorts and t-shirts like 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 the other kids? And he first like he he kind of paused, and then he like uh, turned like he he was like facing sideways. Like I was talking to him, he was facing sideways towards me, so he turned forward towards me, showed me his wrist and his arm and his legs, and there was just big ass just black and blue welts all over this kid. I mean, all over him. They weren't, they were not small at all. They were like, at least like the size of a fucking tennis ball. I shit you not, they were so huge. And I immediately just, I, I took his hand, I grabbed him and I, I talked to my supervisor and I was like, you have to look at this. We have to, we have to do something. And we ended up getting some help, and he ended up staying with an older brother, who was already an adult. And he had uh, he didn't have no any, he didn't have any idea what was going on because I guess it was his uh, his half brother. It was his dad's kid, I believe, or his mom's kid. I don't remember. Um, they, I, I can't remember. But um, his brother ended up taking 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 him in, and um, I was proud of myself. I was proud of myself because. I helped somebody, and I didn't keep quiet like I usually would. And I had that kid contact me when he was 22. Uh, 22, 20? Yeah, like, like 20. He, he was like 20 years old when he contacted me. And um, he decided I'd 
I don't know if you remember me, but I just want I've been looking for you for years. I reach out to you. I just want to say thank you for doing everything you did for me in the program, and thank you for getting me out of that that <clears throat> that fucked up environment. And um, I have a job now, and I'm having my first kid, and it it it's a moment like that that you just you cannot take for granted like it was such a beautiful moment and I was really just overwhelmed with emotions you know like I was really just like damn like I saved this kid's life and didn't even realize it had no idea had no fucking clue so like I said you 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 never know what you, what you can do for people just by being true to yourself, you know? I was true to myself, and I saved somebody's life. It don't get no better than that. It don't. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Um, this motivational quote of the day. It goes like this. Some people love you. Some people love to be around you. Some people love what you do for them. Understand the difference. Know the difference. I'm going to say it again. Some people love you. Some people love to be around you. Some people love what you can do for them. Understand the difference. There's this thing called fake love, and it's real. I just experienced it the other day. I found out someone close to me was talking mad shit about me. And I let it, you know, usually my first reaction is to fight. That's what I did growing up. I fought. That's all I did was fight, 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 fight. And then, you know, that's why, that's why I had to do boxing because I had to find a way to discipline myself and get out of that fucking, that negative macho man bullshit mindset, you know. My first reaction was to fight. And this time around, I didn't do it because I thought of the outcome. I thought about all the negative impact it could bring on to me. I could, I could go to jail for it. I could possibly lose my job. Uh, you know, one of my jobs at least. I could potentially lose a good circle. I'm not saying that it was all, more than one person involved. It was just one person. But, you know, when you get in fights with somebody and there's people around who care about them, so you never know who you could lose. You know what I mean? People come and go, whatever, don't get me wrong. But if you, if you have a good circle, keep that circle. Because those are the people who really love you, the ones who have been down for you since day one and the ones who've really been on your ass and trying to tell you, hey, don't do this, don't do that. You need to do this, you need to do that. Like, ones who are trying to motivate you to get back around and do something and love you and care about you and want to see you succeed in life, those ones you keep around. Not the ones who smile on your face, talk shit behind your back. And when they see you, it's, oh, what's up, bro? What's up, girl? Hey, bitch, how's it going today? Oh, I heard your man was over here at so-and-so's house, but really... They're fucking him. Or, hey, bro, your bitch was out in the club last night, da, 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 but he's fucking her. Or he, or he's talking her on the side. Watch out for the snakes in the grass. Watch out for the snakes in the grass. Focus on you and yours. If something don't feel right, trust that instinct. If something don't seem right, trust that instinct. Go with your gut. Your physical body's not going to lie to you. You know what I mean? Your mind will confuse you all day. And your heart really, really, really can't decide what, what I want. Listen, listen to your body. Because the mind and the heart are two different things and can never make an agreement together. Your heart will want something and your mind won't. Your heart will tell you to do something and your mind will second guess it. So just be aware, you know. 
again, some people love you, some people will be loving around you, some people love what you can do for them. All right, it's been a real, it was a good session, good conversation. Uh, by all means, give me any feedback you guys may have. Let me know what you think of the podcast so far. Uh, let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to get some advice from you guys and, you know, some things that, you know, I can change and some things I need, I need to work on or things that you guys like to hear, like maybe like some intro music, outro music, you know, some little sound effects during the podcast, whatever, whatever you guys are interested in, let me know. Whatever you guys I can help you with, whatever things I can help you guys with, let me know. I'm all, I'm all ears. Hit my DM, hit my phone. If you have my number, hit my phone. If you have me on Instagram, uh, hit my inbox. If you don't have my Instagram, follow me at Instagram at K-I-N-G underscore D-E underscore L-A underscore R-O-S-A. That's King De La Rosa on, on IG. Follow me. Give me your feedback. Let me know what's up. Until next time, this has been the Rose Garden Podcast. I'm out.